So at the beginning, you've got all this time and not too many clients. Well, I didn't. Yeah. And so you just are like, I'm going to do everything myself. Yeah. yeah. But, you're, but I guess the mistake there is you're wasting all this energy you could be putting into things to generate a client base yeah. by not delegating. Yeah. So obviously you delegate where you can that's within mm. your budget. But as you said, the rite of passage is becoming so busy that you do burn out because you're also trying to do everything financial and every, and you realise you can't do it. Yeah, you need to make sure that you stay in your zone of genius. And doing exactly. my accounts is not my zone of genius. It is something that I balk at and I just look at and go, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that was the first thing I passed off and it just revolutionized my life and my business. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. Now, we had an amazing conversation with Stephen Judge back in December. So I've asked him to come back and join us here in January. Um, Stephen is a naturopath in Sydney, as you probably remember from our last um, podcast, and he works in Surrey Hills, which I still haven't looked up on the map, but I promise to do so. Um, and he works in an integrative practice, and he works mainly in the area of gut and mental health. And last time when I spoke to Stephen, he touched on the fact that um, he went through a number of burnouts himself in his practice. So last time we talked specific, really quite specifically about the structure of the consult and um, testing that he does. But this time I really wanted to delve a bit more deeply into his burnouts and coming back to practice and the changes that swept through and the changes that he had to undertake to get back to business and get back to doing what he loves and what he trained for. So Stephen, thank you so much for coming and joining us today. Pleasure. Happy to be there. <laughs> so tell us, um, <clears throat> when did you first have, you know, when was your, how long out of college was your first breakdown? Cause we've all had more than one and they're not breakdowns. They're just like burnouts. They are not a, we're not crashing out and everything happening. They are a, a business naturopathic burnout. I mean, they're, they're a small business burnout. And I think that they're across the board in so many um, groups. It's not just naturopathy and nutrition and everything else. It's across all of the small business world that we have these burnouts. And um, mm. when did you first realize for you, we all, we've all had them, everyone out there, we've all had them. And if you're in one, please seek support. Let's talk about one now. <clears throat> so Stephen, tell us about how you, you know, realized you were going into one and what you did to support yourself? Um, yeah, how I realized is really easy, I guess, as a practitioner. Uh, I mean, you just start to get irritable with patients and, like, you don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. You know, it's like, screw everyone, like, you're all so needy. Like, I start to go there. Why am I doing this? Da, 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 da. So I'm like, oh, I've clearly... Um, lost my um you know my why yeah. <laughs> all right um that's the that's the big sign for me I start to get like I don't want to see people they're all annoying me 
Yeah. Um, I think I feel like oh, I just have these needy clients who just are bleaching from me. But then, oh, right, you have to look at yourself. Like, okay, well, where are your boundaries? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, what needs to be refined? Um, there's that aspect to burnout, but there's also like, you know, there's other elements you might be doing too much or not taking care of yourself as well. There's many reasons why. But the, in terms of like the first signs for me and maybe other people can relate, it's, yeah, just kind of losing your why. Yeah. And not wanting to see people and getting over it and, you know, getting sometimes even fleeting thoughts of like, do I really want to be doing this? It's really hard. Yeah, the empathy um, just drops away, doesn't it? There's just no, yeah. you just can't. I've, I've had those moments um a handful of times over the years where I'm like can I really do one-on-one for the rest of my life it's pretty intense Mm. and it's a weird and then you start to feel like um it's strange because when you start to become busy and get that flow you've always been envisioning like Mm. when you started out suddenly you get it and you then are like whoa like this is really full-on so it's I guess a good problem to have if you get that problem and then it becomes about managing okay how do I make this sustainable yeah um and not kind of resent what I'm doing you know because this is what I always dreamed of so Um, what boundaries what boundaries did you put into place I know for me it was timekeeping timekeeping was my big one and having a day off a week as a um when I say a day off having being a mother with children it was never really a day off it meant a day of something different so a a day off isn't necessarily and I'm sure for you you've got running around to do and all the rest of it it's it's a day off isn't that sitting down with your feet up it's 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 just doing something differently so how did what did you do with your did you do boundaries and things how did you nut some of this yeah look again it's taken me a long time like um, in terms of boundaries around self-care, in terms of my own personal routine, yeah, yeah, the at least one day off a week of zero work-related things, I yeah. think, is crucial. And I'm sometimes guilty of not doing. <sighs> Still, not 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 very often now, but that was a really hard one for me. But it's almost like I think, especially once you start to get busy and you are in private practice and running your own show, you, like, you know, I'm in clinic two and a half days a week. Yep. Yep. Um, but I have a lot of work to do around that. Oh. So I really, I schedule out my week, like what I'm doing on certain days and certain time blocks, and I stick to it as best as I can. Yeah. Right? Yep. And because I, I want to be um, organised but not too rigid, you know. So, yeah, the Sunday is like, you know, do not go near emails. <laughs> I'm a, I've had to kind of unlearn my addiction to checking my work email. Um, and then it's like, okay, Monday's the day off. I'll do admin slash treatment plan, whatever, from 9 till 12. Yep. And then I'll resume at 2 or 3 and work till 6 and... Stick to that. I kind of, the blocking out very specifically when you're going to do what has been really helpful and it keeps you focused, you know. Oh, absolutely. So that's been helpful to prevent burnout. And within that schedule, though, not just scheduling in 
when I work, but making sure I schedule in all the self-care rituals as well. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, hey, lunchtime I go to the gym and then have my lunch. Like I schedule it in and I otherwise, again, maybe other people, I'm t- um, I need that level of structure or I get too distracted. I think that's across the board for everyone. And I think that well, people say different. I the people who say I don't need structure, they're the ones who need help. Yeah. Because and what is the help? I used to say that. God, I want to be spontaneous, but I was just so unproductive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can be spontaneous in your evenings. That's yeah. what evenings are for. Be spontaneous outside of the nine to five Monday to Friday. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, my self-care, meeting up with friends on my day off or having a lunch that I can go to, you know, checking in with people and saying, well, what are you up to? Let's, can we go out? It might be. I'm booking something for two weeks time to meet yeah. once our calendars finally align, but it means that you've got something to look forward to as well. So that, I mean, yes, it's not spontaneous to book a lunch in two weeks time, but it was spontaneous to actually start texting that person yeah. and get into the flow of meeting up with them so that you can go for that lunch in two weeks time if that's when your calendars align, because it's all very well when you're 18, my daughter will come to you. I'm meeting blah blah now we're, we're going for a drive I'm like okay be spontaneous as you like just be back you know not too late please and um, that's fine she doesn't have a business but once we're in this I have a business I have these things to do it's really important that we do structure our time and that we don't like Sunday not checking your business emails having an autoresponder how many people don't have an autoresponder mine I know is switched I've got off a good autoresponder I think I've shared it in the hub before yeah and it's really important. Mine's turned off at the moment um, because I went to change it and um, forgot to turn it back on again. So I know mine's turned <laughs> off at the moment. And I'm telling you, Ryan, you've got to put it on. So this is a reminder to me by the end of today. Um, so if anyone emails me, you will get my autoresponder. Um, but, yeah, it's like the we need our autoresponders on and that's an autoresponder in our life as well to go, I've got to autorespond to myself to sit down and have lunch. How often... Do, I mean, I'm, I'm talking to people and I'm like, oh, we'll have a chat at lunchtime. Like, oh, I've forgotten to book myself a lunch today. Well, that's part blocking out your diary. And you can do that. Like my diary is um, blocked out on every day for lunch, hmm. you know. And, um, and if it's not, it's because I've got an 11 o'clock lunch that day because I'm working late or whatever and I'll have another break at four or something just because that works with people wanting um, appointments. But if we don't look after ourselves at a base level, we yeah. can't look after our business and our business is ongoing. And yeah. once we get sick of our clients, which is the biggest part of burnout there is, is you lose that empathy. You've lost, you've lost why you're doing You've lost your why mm. and you need yeah. to come back to your why. So how do you come back to your why when you discover you've lost it when, I personally take a break. Yeah, it's back to, you know, I used this quote in my, I did a podcast with Vitaly recently and I was asked mm-hmm. a similar question around burnout and stuff. Um, and I was personally very inspired by an interview between two functional medicine practitioners in America, mm-hmm. Kelly Brogan and Dr. Sachin Patel. And they were having a similar conversation. Like, what do you say to all the us practitioners on the front line who were burning out and this and and you know kelly just said it's like the zen saying chop wood carry water it's like literally self-care back to basics self-care rituals like 
And also the mindset of if you do hit that space of total burnout, it's like, okay, I just have to, you know, draw my energy away from that for a second Mm -hmm. and get back to the mindset of like my self-care is kind of all I'm here to do. That's it. Not take care of anyone, not help fix anyone, save anyone, heal anyone, forget that. Like um, just really get back to refining your self-care rituals, Yeah, you know, and routine because then you will essentially um, come back to an energy of presence with Mm -hmm. yourself again and tap into your why and then that will just permeate back into clinical practice and you won't you know, be so burnt out. That just hearing how they had that conversation, I don't know, that really kind of um, helped me hearing mm. how that was explained. And I always come back to that. Yeah, so really- I haven't burnt out in a while. So I'm like, cool, I must be doing something, right? <laughs> uh, during COVID, actually, there was a moment for sure. But I think everyone was feeling that. Uh, but my, in the past, my self-care, my routine's been pretty good. Yeah. And um, I, I make, it's like a discipline, you know, and within that conversation, these two had, you know, it's essentially the practice of discipline, but without judgment, right? Because you're going to fall out of it eventually. You're not, you're not perfect. You're going to have days where you're like, fuck it, I don't want to do anything. I'm not doing my meditation. I'm not doing this. <laughs> and that's normal. But just, it's really just getting back to basics yeah and the mindset of like no I'm not here to help anyone actually because this is going to come out at the very start of January so everyone listening to this now you're in the first week of January and so you might well still be on your holiday you might still be on your break time and it's a perfect time now to look to the year and to make some of these plans for self-care to make some of these plans for blocking out the diary, to having definitive things happening, to look at your day and go, wow, exercise before I have my lunch. What a great idea. Stephen was doing that. I'm going to go for a walk every day if you don't belong to it. I personally hate gyms, can't stand them. So I've belonged to several and um, it's in our, we call it price per wear. So if you buy a really expensive blouse and you wear it once in that I'm sitting here in a blouse, so that blouse would be, you know, this one isn't, by the way, but say it were a $500 blouse, price per wear is once, it's $500. But if I wear this, like a school uniform perhaps, every single day, then my price per wear comes down to like 50 cents per wear because I've worn it so much. So my gym price per wear at one point did get to a $500, um, a, you know, session, and that's when I gave up my membership. <laughs> yeah. so, but I will go for a walk. And I find that going for a walk really, um, and I've got a hill not far behind me that we've only found because of COVID and because of the 5K limit. Um, I didn't realize this amazing walk was there. So I can go (laughs) hill and across amazing gully. It's all really beautiful. There's all the native animals, the whole nine yards, the whole lot, and come back and I feel rejuvenated. And so I have to do that a couple of times a week. I don't have to, obviously, Mm. but it helps. And all of these things. So here we are at the start of January. So everybody listening, what are you going to do to support avoiding burnout in 2022? How are you going to structure your day and still be spontaneous, still be able to do those things, but still save yourself from that, I don't want to do this anymore, this I'm exhausted, I don't want to get up, oh, you're so whiny, you know, 
the um you need to get over yourself as a client you know what's wrong with you how can I help you yeah and and you know beyond the basics like yeah exercise meditation a good breakfast and all that stuff right Mm. um personally in my experience I do feel like what has been imperative for me personally and kind of surviving <laughs> since I'm still going is mindset. Yeah. Um, I know this topic, some people, it's a bit of an eye roll from some people like, oh, I understand that, but there's logistics of business and you got to say, like, yeah, I get that. But I don't know, like I, when I first got into clinical practice, zero patients, you know, qualified to call, how am I going to do this? You know? I didn't know Tammy Gastor, you existed. Um, this is a while ago. Um, yeah. You know, Googled, I don't know, Some an algorithm got me, some random yeah. dude in the US, some natural healthcare practitioner, mentoring person. I thought, oh, this looks good. And I signed up and did it. And, and the first four weeks of the course was all mindset. Yeah. And I think luckily for me, I am a total... Like, I'm obsessed with that stuff. <laughs> like, I'm a total <laughs> self-help mindset junkie. Like, that stuff doesn't, it doesn't, that doesn't, that stuff doesn't make me, it's not an effort for me to get into that. I love all that. Yeah. If anything, it was, it suited me. I'm like, oh, good, because I'm avoiding all the other stuff, like website, social media. <laughs> like, but so the point he was trying to make was, like, doesn't matter what you do. Like, you have to go into this with a particular mindset and it's an ongoing practice and it's this ongoing practice of reminding yourself why you're doing it and, you know, learning how to manage fear and doubt because that will always come back in waves Mm -hmm. and how to manage that and also you know, whole other conversation, but like quantum theory and envisioning your ideal, you know, future reality and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, many people and, you know, psychosybernetics to Joe Dispenza and all stuff. I'm really into all that stuff and I still practice it to this day. And I guess I, I feel like it's really worked for me. Yeah. Um, and in terms of self-care, all that's really important to me. Yeah. It's really uh, because I've seen it work in my experience. Um, yeah, and it's not like I'm now at this place of like, oh, I never have fear and doubt and oh, I'm just manifesting. Like, no, it's still quite rocky, but I need those practices to kind of stay focused and not burn out, oh. and, you know? Yep, totally, yeah. totally. And so it took me a long time to discover walking and how much. It really did. Bizarre. <laughs> you know, it's such a simple... I only discovered it during lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing else to do <laughs> no this is nice yeah. mm. I mean I used to walk with the children in the push chair but that was to put them to sleep it wasn't mm. it wasn't for my well it was for my mental health but they would also go to sleep so I'd get five minutes break, you know half an hour break because they were asleep in the push chair but mm. you know when when you go into your own business it's like I've got to do that one more thing I have to do that next thing in my business I have to do those canvas slides I have to do um, this I have to do that or what about my paperwork I mean outsourcing outsourcing for me has been outsourcing my accounts has been really the best thing that yeah. I could ever have done having a bookkeeper was oh, just yeah. 
that that up leveled my business in itself because that is my terror of not of making money of putting money in the bank of doing those things just getting the paperwork right just making sure all the receipts go through that I do my end of year it's like and yet my husband would look at me like it's such a simple thing to get your stuff together and like for your end of year why can't you do it I'm like no it's a I work for business you know I have my own business I'm not working for somebody else where's literally four pieces of paper at the end of the year I'm I've got a million pieces of paper and I'm not organizing them properly in the first place I'm not doing it properly in the first place and I'm I'm holding myself, you know, I'm, I'm, I've put it behind this wall that I can't cope with. And then strange, and I've started talking about it. And the same, you've gotten some funny algorithm. I didn't get a funny, this woman phoned me and said, um, you need a bookkeeper. I was like, no, don't be silly. Oh, no, no, I don't need a bookkeeper. And then she phoned again and she said, you need a bookkeeper. I went, oh, okay, then we'll make an appointment. Like, oh, you're coming over. She said, no, I'm in Queensland we're going to do it online like oh okay how do I do that then she said you just post me your piece of paper you just post them to me and I just do it oh okay I just then I got terrified the first few times that they hadn't actually made it there were my pieces of paper but she just did it all she's been doing it for the last six years and I'm just like this is amazing my life has been revolutionized now we do it now I take a photo and it goes in an app and things like that but back at the start I post it yeah I know yeah the accounting thing like um you know it's funny when I was starting out I had an accountant and I went in with all these questions about how to manage it and he kind of laughed and looked at me and said make some money first and then manage out how to fix the mess I said (laughs) okay good point I wasn't like making any money yeah I was obsessed with all he's like look go make a mess of it then come back to me um but yeah, I only in the past year, six to 12 months to, I'm not sure if you follow financial management systems, but I'm following Profit First. Oh, I, I, I see the thing is with Profit First, it doesn't take into account in Australia, we have offset accounts. So if what? you've got a mortgage, if you've got a mortgage, you should have an offset account. Right. And so the Profit First doesn't take into account because in America, they don't have them. So if you have a mortgage in Australia, you need to have an offset account and that takes up three of those accounts within the Profit First system. So, wow. <clears throat> yeah, because you want all of, your, all of your money, your tax and everything else offsetting your mortgage because it reduces your um, mortgage payments because it reduces your interest. Okay, so, I have to ask um, my account about that. Yeah, so if you've got small, a mortgage. Small, small plug to um, yeah. <laughs> Victoria Heath, an naturopathic accountant. Yeah, if you've in got terms a- of delegating and like I hit her up for you know dealing with the mess that was my yeah. financial system, totally transformed it. And now I again it used to make me nervous and stressed every time I needed to go deal with my accounting, but now it is like a seamless, beautiful system. Yeah. And it takes the style of her style of managing it with you and profit first there is a lot of mindset and money psychology involved and again it's it suits being a suits being a entrepreneurial yeah. you know um so i've been doing profit for years for years yeah. so i've been doing Saved it me. yeah victoria is victoria is amazing she's um because she gets the industry as well you know yeah yeah so i mean she's been she's been doing a couple of years now it's great i should get her on here i oh, will get her on here everyone get her on here here we go i'll get her on here as well 
She's Very got a course going out. She's yeah, there totally we go. transformed me. <laughs> so I will get her on here. Um, but, yeah, so th- that was the only problem I had when because I started doing it years and years ago. And um, the only thing I thought about it when because I, um, yeah. Well, she, she'll have a loop. She'll have a way to figure that out. But if you've got a mortgage, he because it's seven accounts or something and three of those are in different banks where you don't touch them because one's your tax and one's your super. And so, of course, I have money going into my super and I have money going. And that's in America, they don't have that. So there's a couple of things that in Australia, because of the offset account system, because you mm. want to reduce your mortgage. So where am I putting my tax? It's going into I reckon the- she'll have a system. I reckon she will. Uh, yeah. So that's the, but yeah, I mean, I've been doing it for years. I did it not with her. I did it with him. I've done his course and um, I've done his doing it course, not his delivering it course like she has. Um, and um, yeah, so that was the only changes that I made, but it works brilliantly because you know where everything yeah. is. You've got your account sitting there, you know what's what and it just, and there's another app as well. That I was, I oh, know it's a website I was told about the other day and it shows you, so you can work out what you're paying and where you're paying it into. I will find the name of that because I know I closed the page by mistake. I will find the name of it and it will be in the show notes, people. So you can have a look at that. And that's another way of looking at where your money is going to so that you don't, so that you're allocating correctly across the billing system that you have, not necessarily just accounts, which is a Mike motorbike system. So um, this is like, paying your bill system so that might help some people as well so i will find that's a budgeting yeah. um but yeah, so I, yeah so i guess it is like um i was just thinking you know in terms of preventing burnout getting into oh, it yeah. i guess it for me it was but maybe for other people mm. can resonate like i guess it is almost you know when you i mean like when i've worked with certain mentors and a common phrase is like the mistakes i wish i didn't make and here's what to do so you don't make the mistake i did but i think it's almost like a rite of passage of learning you know what to not do and what boundary i think it's a bit of a rite of passage at the beginning you've got all this time and not too many clients well i didn't yeah and so you just are like i'm gonna do everything myself yeah yeah, but your, totally. but I guess the mistake there is you're wasting all this energy you could be putting into things to generate a client base yeah. by not delegating. Yeah. So obviously you delegate where you can that's within yeah. your budget. But as you said, st- the rite of passage is becoming so busy that you do burn out because you're also trying to do everything financial and every- and you realise you can't do it. Yeah. You need to make sure that you stay in your zone of genius and doing my accounts is not my zone of genius. It is something that I balk at and I just look at and go, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so that was the first thing I passed off and it just revolutionized my life and my business when I did it. And it's not that expensive to have a bookkeeper. It's actually not, it's not that expensive. You know, it's, um, and I think because it takes so much stress away. If the thing you hate is causing you major stress, then in actual fact, it stops you from being productive in other areas because it's causing you so much stress. And so if you can ditch that, like if one client can cover the cost of one session with a bookkeeper, you're going to revolutionize six months of your life. Exactly. <laughs> and again, this is like thinking back, leaving college, good luck, running a business, doing this other stuff my own you know, I didn't know all this. Yeah. And my, I guess my kind of lifetime of conditioning was like, you know, save as much money as you can and do everything you can yourself and don't, del- you know, don't delegate. 
it's to like un- unlearn that and take the zone of genius approach. Yeah. Tammy got me onto that book. That's very helpful. What was it called? Oh, I don't know if there Big is Leap. One. The Big oh, Leap. Yeah. Yes, that one. Oh, it's like, cool. Okay, that's how I need to approach things, not the, like, save as much money as possible by doing everything I possibly can. Yeah, yeah. Like that kind of scarcity mindset. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, there are some things like, um, you know, you might be a bit sort of anal about some things and you really want to hang on to those things and you don't feel you can share them, which means you have to look around and go, what else can I share? What can I ditch? What can I get rid of so that I can do these things I refuse to let go of, you know, that I don't want to share, that I'm struggling to share. So I have to get rid of this other part so that I can hang on to that one until I can share it. And there's some things about our business we can never really share because no one's going to love your business as much as you do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No one can love your business as much as you do. So because it's your business. So, uh, you know, everyone else is going to be an employee. So we have to respect their time and their boundaries. And, and it's, so that's why it's good to pass off something you hate because then you don't mind them doing it within their boundaries and in their time frame. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I get emails from, uh, um, I'll wake up in the morning and quickly check my emails and there'll be one from my bookkeeper and she's been working on my books at midnight. <laughs> I don't care when she works on them. If that time frame works for her, that's great. No problem for me. You know, that's her choice. I don't mind getting an email that, you know, that's come through from midnight. And um, because my boundaries were to get rid of it, my need was to get rid of that stuff and revolutionize my life. So I might have done it. It might have been Tammy that finally said, Geraldine, do you know a bookkeeper? I was like, yeah, yeah, I've got the name of one. (laughs) Contact me. She's the one who's Marie's bookkeeping is putting herself out there to me all the time. And I'm just pushing her away. Yeah. Um, like I remember, but it was like, and I was just like, okay, here's this woman who's clearly going to support me. She's she was a bit surprised about the GST free consult thing at the beginning. And she was like, What? You're GST free? Yeah, they all respond like that, don't they? They're the like, you have people. to send them. You have to send Natural them the ATO. And their weird gray areas of everything. Yeah. And then you have to send them the ATO thing and they're like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, you just have to separate it out on your stripe for me. I'm like, that's fine. It's all on stripe. And there you go. Now that I've remembered to write it all out, I can get it all in CSVs and I can send it to you and it's all done. And yeah, then I can have the GST free part. So, yeah. But um, anyway, okay. I think okay. it's probably time for us to say goodbye on this one. So <laughs> it's the start of 2022. Have you got uh, something you want to share with everybody? that's listening to help them or that you feel is really significant for 2022 i don't know like just in general or with their business yeah, just a, just a, you know here we are it's going to be the it's uh we're right at the start of january and everybody's listening to this so so I mean, mine is outsource <laughs> and my, mine is everyone go and outsource outsource at least one thing in 2022 that is my that is my thing for 2022 outsource at least one thing so what is your thought for everyone for 2022 i don't know what's coming to me always is mindset you know okay maybe shake up you know what are you doing um what are you how are you tending to the garden of mindset and intention you know for the day, for the week, for the month, in relation to your business and what you really want and what type of clients you want to attract. And, um, yeah. Perfect. 
I have actually, I shared a document in the Nat Hub a while ago, but I can share it in your group as well if you want. It's like yeah. a pre-consultation reminder checklist and it's all kind of mindset stuff and um, if i'm kind of freaking out and a bit wide and anxious one day going into practice and losing my i kind of just go back to this and i'm like oh it's all good (laughs) 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 i'll share that if you like it's been really helpful yeah i would love that if you wouldn't mind sending that to me that would be fantastic and i will post that um i'll post a link in the show notes for everyone as well so they can download it and have their own copy so that'd be great thank you All right. Well, thank you all, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the um, Bite Size podcast. And as usual, if you wouldn't mind, give me a five-star review at the end. And thank you, Stephen, for joining us today. Thanks, Geraldine. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the Herbal Discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.